So I'm thinking lately that you really can't save me. Frida, this again? I saw them. When were you going to tell me? What did you see? Your letters from Wolfram. Oh. You spoke of me. You are not in danger. If you really think that, then you don't know what danger is, and perhaps never have. He would have received word from someone else by now. You were seen here. I'm trying to tell you I'm leaving. I need his trust for Sabrina so he can save her. You want to take care of everything, and so you take care of nothing. Don't take this the wrong way, but there is no right way, and yet you write to Wolfram anyway, hoping to reason like this is some sort of game, where treason might sully your good name. Frida, this is not true. Ugh, tell me, what did you trade for this conduit? If I could undo it, I would do it. You keep trying to appease, to please, like a fucking sycophant on your knees. Frida, this isn't you. It's now clear to me all compromise is just fuel for what you want. I don't want what he wants. How dear to me your charming lies, all in line with this empire you flaunt. I am helping how I can. Such a fool to think the stars aligned like I'm some fucking debutante. Frida. Take your sweet enterprise. The last thing Sabrina needs is another weak-minded man too scared to bite the hand that feeds. Fuck you and your dissonance, Austin. Let's yeah. beat up that ghost thing. Well, see, I don't mind what energy we take into the boss fight because I don't remember what the fuck's going on, and therefore, uh, what you don't remember can't hurt you. That's a, that's a phrase, right? It hurts my feelings, Laura. That's what it hurts. <laughs> hey, hey, it's sleepiness. It is nothing to do with your great storytelling. I'm just a sleepy bean. Uh, I mean, my natural state of being is this. So my memory sense, my memory centers are not firing on all cylinders. What happened last episode is actually really simple. Uh, the Gorefield arc came down to a decision: Did you want to fight the Aethar, or do you want to overthrow Amy right now? Uh, the group decided oh, yeah. to, to defeat the Aethar, and the two actually the the three armies just clashed. Uh, Amy's on one side, yours on the other. Aethar in the middle, and as you reached. The flagship of the Aethar Armada, uh, you saw Admiral Day and her daughter, Lima, on, on the deck of the ship with uh, Sabrina tied to the mast, and you're all ready to throw down in an epic confrontation when the Eon uh, beamed into your minds a vision of Amy killing her own mother. Yeah, yeah, that happened. Yeah, we weren't going to kill, we weren't going to kill Amy just yet because she might still be useful. Well, like we don't know the context. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not even sure that that changes anything, as far as as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Corton's going to really focus all of his uh, mental ability, you know, like all of his his focus whatsoever, into just picturing himself wanking it in response, <laughs> and God. see if she picks that up. I should have known that's where that was going, but I didn't. I can't believe that's how we're starting this epic boss fight in the middle of this war scene. It's just... <laughs> we're done picturing himself. Why 
does a show like this. <laughs> I don't know what you expected. Yeah, really. Okay, so we're in initiative. If you just want to fight and you don't want to talk to these people, but the scene is they're in the middle of this massive battle. There are a bunch of different skiffs on the salt flats, all fighting in like naval combat. And you are on the Romance Dawn, which is pulled up next to their flagship, which is like much bigger, uh, bristling with these kind of uh, siege weaponries. It has a black and white metallic uh, like paint job. It's it's like much bigger and cooler than your ship. So it's you're outmatched, but you're all very. Uh, resourceful fighters, as the last episode showed. So uh, there's two main combatants you have to worry about, Admiral Day and Lima Day. And Laura, Lola has 100 health. <laughs> She's got a billion health. She's got a billion health now. <laughs> Either Lola took a lot of damage in the last fight or Lauren messed up her character sheet because she's a lot closer to death than she remembered from last week. But here we are. <laughs> here uh, we are. <laughs> Do we remember the order? Yep, it's in the roll 20. Uh, it's, it's the days up first. If all the if your response to this revelation is just to picture yourself having a having a fun time with the hog, I would like to say <laughs> the hog. Uh, <laughs> why are you bothering to show us this? <laughs> okay, so you as gentleman Bramwell just like think back at the admiral. Why are you showing me this? Yeah, that's why. That's why I didn't do it in the voice because I I'm <laughs> mentally projecting it. You know. Okay, good. I think uh, the admiral s- sends back. Images of all the the dead that are going to be here after this fight, just all the smash skiff, the dead moles, uh, the the dead Modron and Slod on the Aethar side, just bodies everywhere, and is just impressing on you that you can end this slaughter. Just stop fighting for Amy and let the Aethar have the gore fields. It's the right thing to do. You can end this slaughter too. Uh, Lola's gonna make the move done by the classic meme Persian cat room guardian. Oh, uh, or it's like the Y <laughs> shrug. <laughs> I really more. hope people Google that because as, there's no other way to describe it than the one thing that it is. That's why I said exactly what you need to know to Google it to find it because that's what the what, what it's called. It is called the Persian Cat Room Guardian. Uh, <laughs> do, do you remember when you got you looked up the person who made that art project? And it was like a whole thing. They were apparently like so. Um, in demand from yeah. to make more of these. Good for them though. Like, make your bank. Wow. Like, yeah. Cool little yeah. Okay. Cat guys. Yeah. I see. Uh huh. You understand now, Conrad? I get it. Um. All right. So, Corton, because of your just incredibly rude and disrespectful r- display, I think uh, <laughs> the the admiral does a, a warning shot. Basically, she has this great, uh, great sword with a uh, green flame completely wrapped around it, and she swings it in your direction. Once again, she's on one ship and you're on another. She's not anywhere near you, but there's just a a blade of green flame extends from it and slices at you. So here we go. No. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, 19. 19 hits. Oh. Uh, 10 damage as you were slashed by a giant green sword of f- flame from, you know, 50 yards away. <laughs> so That hurts. Yep. Uh, that was the first up in the order. So, Lola, uh, you see that your Persian cat room guardian uh, gesture was not, not appreciated. Um, okay, I had a question. A uh, quick question before I do things. Uh, so what spell level would uh, a sloth greens thingy be for me? Oh, just one. It's very just low. One. 
Okay, so I'm going to do two attacks, and then for my animal friendship guy, I want to do a kiss to the sloth. Okay, so roll your attacks. Damn. Okay, I got nine and 14. Uh, neither of those hit. Uh, <laughs> I rolled a one for health. Okay, so that for oh, yourself? God, pathetic. <laughs> was that for you? That was me. So Sloth Green just gives you the tiniest little smooch on the back of your neck because you're wearing like a backpack and you feel emotionally healed by one HP. Uh, <sighs> your two crossbow bolts, which are the quills, fly towards the Admiral who uh, doesn't even bother moving, just literally just like grips their sword tighter and green flame bursts out of uh, the sword in a wave and just incinerates the bolts in midair. Oh, Okay. Uh, it's Vindross's turn. Vindross, uh, when we last left this adventure, you had used a concentration spell to create a, t- a tornado of ghosts, basically? Yeah, yeah, ghost tornado. Um, so do you want to re- remind the audience about that spell? I need to pull that spell up so that I can remind about it properly. This is this was one of the things that, you know, she couldn't remember from last week that she was relying on you, Austin, to tell her about. Well, see, I'm very glad you reminded me, because otherwise I'd have forgotten I have an army of cool ghosts I can fight with. <laughs> I was, I'm very sleepy this week. Um, so yeah, there's a, there's a bunch of ghosts flying around about 15 feet away. Um, if anything enters the circle of ghosts, or starts its turn in the ghost circle, um, it has to make a wisdom saving throw or take a bunch of ghost damage. All right, so they need to be within 15 feet, which means you need to board the Athar flagship, the HMS Abraham, in order to get her inside your tornado of ghosts. So Yeah, I'm, I'm up for that. <laughs> all right, so all you have to do is, I mean, you can just attack. You have Thrycreen legs, and then you're going to make you roll to jump from ship to ship. Everyone else will have to, but not you. Uh, as this is a concentration spell, can I do a non-concentration spell without losing this one, or is this, this is the only thing I can be doing? You can only concentrate on one spell, but you can cast other ones. Okay, cool. So in that case, I'm going to spring over to that other ship um, in order to get the spirit, the, the ghost field to be around uh, around our target. So I need a wisdom save. Ten. That's not going to do it. Wow, a bad roll. That's not going to do it. Uh, so you are going to take 13 damage from the spirit guardians. And then I'm also going to cast a guiding bolt. Which is the one where I do a big a big glowy light that will maybe give advantage to the next person to attack, if I do it right. 19. Does 19 hit? Sure does. Okay, so I do 17 damage with the Guiding Bolt. Alright, so the next... thir- 30 damage total this turn, a really yeah. good turn. And also, uh, the next attack roll made against the target... Uh... Gets advantage. Yeah. Because there's mystical light just sort of glimmering around them, making them look real appeal- appealing to hit. So Vindros is looking extremely cool. You're just, you're swathed in uh, a swarm of ghosts. Like all your <laughs> equipment's glowing. You're shooting beams out of your shield. You have this uh, glowing uh, opalescent axe. You're a total badass while Corton's standing there just thinking about jerking it. <laughs> I love the contrast. Yeah. How's, how's, the, how's the jerking it thoughts going? Oh no, he's moved on from that. He's ready to roll. Oh, okay, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm. I hope he had a good time in that six or so seconds that around. Yeah, it was takes. great. It was good. It was good. 
All right, it's your turn, Corton. All right, so uh, Corton is going to attempt to jump to the other ship as well. Acrobatics. Uh, okay. Just looking for a 10. Not that big a deal. Don't fail, that's, though. That's not that big a deal. Don't fail, though, he said, which is, you know, just roll 20 bait. 15, that's a success. That's good. Uh, effortless leap from one ship to another as like uh, big clouds of salt get kicked up by the wheels as this battle continues. Yeah. And Corton is going to move to free Sabrina. All right. So when you do that, obviously uh, the eons on board do not enjoy that particular thing. So you're going to take two attacks of opportunity to move past uh, Admiral Day and Lima Day. Do you accept the charges? Yep. Oh, dear. All right, everyone. Sounds like you're fucking calling collects. Do you accept the charges? 16 and 13. Uh, 16 hits. Does it? Do you still have my thingy? Uh, well, that's, uh, I, that puts me at 16. Do they have to exceed? No, 16 or hits or the bark skin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just checking. Oh, I really messed up that damage roll. Only five. So you get slashed by the big green okay. sword, but I think you like leap over it in a really impressive way. You're doing some like maneuvers this turn, huh? That seems to be working. Yeah. Good thing you centered yourself first. You got yourself in the right headspace. Right? Exactly. I had to clear my mind. <laughs> I can't be distracted by all these thoughts about needing to jerk it. I gotta, I gotta get that thought done and processed, and then we can fight. All right, so you have your cane sword. Are you going to roll to attack the ropes, binding Sabrina? Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, 19. Oh, yeah. Okay, so this is a very productive turn for Corton. Leaps from ship to ship, runs right between the two eons. They both uh, dive at you, and you just jump between them, only taking cosmetic slashing damage you like do a hit the ground do a friggin roll and slice through the ropes in one move a very sick turn um that's enough for from you though you don't get to do anything else <laughs> no i think i'm good um and now it's gentleman bramwell you are actually never on the romance dawn you've been uh riding up top of preposterous the moose so uh you can jump from ship to ship uh the discord this week was very enamored of the the actual size of moose a lot of shared gifts of them walking alongside cars and so forth they're so big. Excellent. Thank you. Uh, I would like to ride Preposterous onto the main ship. And I would like to charge down at Admiral or um, Corporal Lima. Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, 25. Oh, yeah. That certainly hits. All right. And then two attacks from Bramwell. Uh, 20 and an 18. Oh, yeah, those all hit. Uh, Lima is much less impressive than her mother, uh, and so the preposterous just jumps up onto uh, the, the flagship effortlessly with his long legs. He's, I mean, he's like almost as tall as the dang thing, and you just run over and just start bullying this mechanical frog. All right, so that's going to be 35 damage. Wow, okay. And so the... Lima is going to have to make a, a strength saving throw to avoid being uh, like knocked prone underneath preposterous. Uh, five. Yeah, knocked prone underneath Ferocerist. Ferocerist? Nope, I said the right words. You can go back and listen to it, but I would recommend it. You'll look like a fool, so we should really, for the sake of everybody, just keep going. 
I love you, Chris. Um, okay, so at the end of your turn, Bramwell, uh, Admiral Day is going to use their legendary action. This one takes more. So normally legendary actions at the end of your turn, I'd use the lesser ones that take one of like three available resources to use, and I spread them out across characters. I'm doing a three resource legendary action here, so I saved it to the end because it takes all of the available uh, charges, essentially, of this thing. So what Admiral Day does is release the great sword, which begins floating autonomously in the air, um, and she holds out two of her, her two hands in front of her, and, and on top of each palm, she summons a kind of glowing orb. This is something that Pleroma are oh, no. known for. They have one orb of darkness and one orb of light, and these things are extremely powerful weapons. Um, it takes all of her legendary actions just to summon them. That they're gonna be they're gonna be a real big problem, huh? So as enemy's turn, I had to get very creative here because I think Corporal Lima is going to get absolutely raffle stomped by Gentleman Bramwell. So for her turn, she is going to cast a spell, which is a Dimension Door, which teleports her away. So he, basically, she's been knocked to the ground under a preposterous, and just a magical glowing door opens in the deck of the ship, and she just falls through it out from under you and lands near the the wheel that pilots the ship which she grasps and spins hard to starboard, just absolutely like throws it like Wheel of Fortune, and is going to try to run over the Romance Dawn, which only Lola is on. So I guess this is really an attack on Lola. Damn. All right. I'm just going to do a uh, vehicle proficiency. Uh, 19, that absolutely hits. God damn it. Uh, so this is this is on the Romance Dawn, not on Lola Beans. Well, that's good. Is it though? I think. Um, I would like to not die. Not die. Yeah, but we also need the Romance Dawn to not die. <laughs> well, but here's the thing: I think it's easier to get another boat than it is to get another Lola. <laughs> you are correct. So twenty-three damage to the Romance Dawn. I'm basically putting its health at fifty for combat purposes. Uh, so the the HMS Abraham j- just lurches to the right and crunches right into the side of the Romance Dawn, which is a much uh, shittier, uh, more fragile ship, and just it shears off part of its side, and the cracks all shoot through it. Lola, if this ship is destroyed while you're on it, you're going to take massive damage. That's fine. Um, so uh, if I remember correctly... The practical use of Bradley the Pangloris is that it's basically a grappling. He's basically a grappling hook, correct? He sure is. I, I said, the tone in your voice makes me think you are under the impression it's your turn. Oh shit! It's not yet. Yeah, I was confused. I got so excited. I was because like, I was like, I'm pretty it. sure okay. Amy gets to take an action somewhere. Uh, okay, in here. yeah, no, no. I was just excited to use my grappling hook. I, I hope Amy to gets to yet. take an action in here somewhere. No, so Amy and her army are still approaching. You see in like the horizon <laughs> her, no. her fleet of skiffs coming from the gore fields and they're fighting their way to you. It's going to be a couple turns. If you want backup, you have to survive like uh, at least three rounds. Oh, no, it's a uh, it's scary lady's turn. Right? Yeah, it's Admiral's Day's turn. So she has one orb of darkness and one orb of light. Uh, in her hands, and they're they're each like the size of a basketball, essentially, and they're just deep, deep, deep representations of their chosen element. Like it's not, it's not like you know when you cast a spell with a fireball, you get some fire. I'm talking about she's she's holding a black hole in one hand, and she's holding like the heretofore unknown white hole in the other hand. <laughs> is, is she still in the ghost sphere? 
Um, yeah, at the beginning of her turn, she takes uh, ghost damage, huh? Uh, she gotta do a wisdom save again, see if she takes some more ghost damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, 14. Uh, that's still gonna hit ya. Nice. Right. I mean, a hole's a hole. God damn it. Uh, that's, that's, that's <laughs> ones on all of my dice. That's three damage. Oh, man. That's three out of a possible 24, but I'll take it. That's three more damage. Yeah, the ghost ain't getting much done. So basically on uh, the Admiral's turn, she uh, lets go of these two orbs, and they begin flying around kind of autonomously on this ship, um, doing their own thing. You're all familiar with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and the man with the arrow who kind of just kills people. Yeah. yeah. His name's Yondu. Put some respect on it. He died for us. <laughs> spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Um, so like a seven-year-old I, movie. How dare you? Is it, has it really been that long? <laughs> Time has no meaning anymore, Austin. We're old now. Okay, so the... F- the first, the priority target is Corton, who's about to get get the prisoner. So the black hole's coming after you, Corton. Cool. Where's the white hole going? Uh, the, uh, we'll get there in a second. Don't get uh, 27. That's going to hit. Bark skin is not helping. <laughs> oh, no, it's helped plenty. It could be more helpful. I still don't think it's reasonable to expect it to be helpful enough to withstand a 27. I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> There are very few things that withstand the 27. Yeah. <laughs> Nine damage, Corton, as this... Uh, so what happens is the Stark Hole starts getting close to you. It's like ho- it's hoving in on you like a homing missile. And just it its presence, it hasn't actually hit you yet. You take nine damage as it gets close to you is what happens. Cool. Uh, and it basically begins like shredding your very soul with dark energies. <laughs> so this is this is going to turn out very bad. Basically, it's, this thing's going to chase you down, and the closer it gets, the more damage you're going to take until it touches you. At which point, you will be obliterated on an atomic level. Okay. Uh, the white orb goes over to Corporal Lima and is going to heal her. What if I jump into that white orb? I would love to see that. I don't believe you. No, I believe you. But now I don't think it's a good idea. You should idea. believe me for the wrong reasons. Uh, yep. Yeah. So uh, Corporal Lima is going to get healed 32 HP. Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, Lola Beans. Oh, bullshit. It's- okay, well, I'm going to grapple over to the other boat. Um, sloth, sloth Green Beans is on me as a backpack. Sandra has wings. Uh, Stewart's the size of a pony, so he can jump real good, I'm saying, because that's how porcupines work. And, uh, <laughs> and I will grapple myself over using my Pangloris. Uh, so Bradley is holding on to your hand. He's kind of like, you know, the Spider-Man web launcher he has, not when it's organic, yeah. when it's a little device. He's, like, gripping onto you with his slow Loris hands. And it's his tongue, right? Yeah, and it's the tongue shoots out. Have you ever seen a, a pangolin tongue? It's really long. Uh, and just kind of shoots out and grabs a sail, and you yank yourself across. <laughs> Is it like one of those sticky hands that you throw at the oh wall? Oh, my God, the sticky hands. <laughs> yeah, and I just uh, bamf over there with my adorable son. Yep, that's what he does. That doesn't even cost you any actions. That's just part of your yes. move speed now. It's basically a limited flight. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, and how many times am I allowed to sloth green in a battle? You, you can do it once per turn. Once per turn. Cool, so I would like to sloth. Well, no, because I use Bradley this turn. Uh, so I'm going to shoot this turn. With my other two guys, not plus seventy, though that'd be fun. Uh crit and a twenty-two. Those all hit. Who are you shooting? 
Ah, uh, Lola's shooting at. Gosh, bad idea. Admiral Day. Because Cortana's going to get black holed. He sure is. And that's not ideal. Yeah, I think as you start shooting at the Admiral, uh, she projects into all your minds the, the what the final part of this combat looks like is the black hole touching Corton and him being crushed down into essentially his stardust from which, from which he came. Because this is not a metaphor. This is a black hole. Well, I 17 damage. Yeah, not bad. Oh, wait, is one a double because it's crit? Is that how that works? Yeah, you double uh, one. Okay. Mm, so I'm going to take the one that's a nine. I'm going to make that 18. And then uh, plus an eight is 26. Oh, my God. What? Okay, so for the legendary action, once again, um, as you're grappling, hooking away, I think uh, Corporal Day is going to try to ram the Romance Dawn as you like as you're leaving it, because this is all happening like bullet time, right? D and D combat. It's not like everyone's yeah. waiting for each other to attack. So I like the image of you like as you leave the ship. She's trying to crush it. So, oh, crit. Well, goodbye, ship. Uh-huh. That's fine. We just had to remind Amy that we didn't fucking betray her and then she has to give us a boat when we're finally done vindras has mending it's gonna take a while but we can be back <laughs> yeah. together it's just um, a big puzzle yeah you know what i think the animals would help too I'll give them tiny hammers and like nails and we'll rebuild it that's the next dice we can episode. rebuild it we have the technology <laughs> it's home improvement with Stuart and friends okay so i rolled 20s and the other damage is 23 so if that's 43 out of 50 the romance dawn would have survived if it wouldn't have been a crit well uh you know things happen things happen you know these things happen it's no, fine, Austin. No, he's crying over a broken boat. The death of a boat in one piece is a very powerful moment and literally <laughs> defined the sadness <laughs> levels of one piece for a generation. No one thought you could cry over a boat, but everyone did. So oh. you just made us stronger, you big dumb idiot. <laughs> we have to work through our emotions now. So I'm I'm going to guess that this is a thing that happened in One Piece at some point that a boat got destroyed and then someone unlocked a new power they didn't know they had. Can that happen for us now? Can one of us discover our secret power? They didn't, they didn't get new powers, they just cried, but it strengthened their bond together. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a, that's a kind of a power, right? On Dice Funk, crying is often our superpower. <laughs> um, so that's 40 damage as the Abraham hits the Romance Dawn and just splits it in half mid-battle. Um, just across the center of it from port to starboard, just splits the wooden ship and the two pieces kind of go spinning away because uh, the ship was moving at max speed when Lola abandoned it. Uh, I mean, here's the thing. is uh, I-, I was not the one to, <laughs> to-, to save the ship. Like, I, I was not going down with that bitch. Okay, well, th- I mean, this is still a, a very ballsy move in the middle of a huge battle. This is for all the food in the kingdom. Uh, this is for, you know, the, to defeat the army that wants to kill Lola. This is to save Sabrina. So it's not like this is all for nothing. The ship has really uh, been a hero. Can the ship, as it is destroyed, a little ghost spirit that embodies the ship, uh, comes to all of us and says, "I'm sorry, I couldn't take you just a little bit further." And we all Fuck. we all cry as the boat burns, but it sinks beneath the ocean. But it's okay because it did everything it's c- it could to get us just a little bit further. Is this what happened to One Piece? Yes, and it lo- I lost my mind. You never have to ask that question. It always happened on One Piece. It always happened. 
Someday he's going to say some crazy shit, and we're going to be like, yeah, I came from One Piece, and he'll have gotten us that time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Vindross, it's your turn, I think, to go with Chris's extremely litigious uh, thing here. Uh, The the ghost of the romance dawn joins your ghost tornado. (gasps) Oh, heck. Hell yeah, double ghost. Oh, goodness. You you better be ready for that next Spirit Guardian's attack to do, like, infinite crit damage and to save the day, and the boat's going to be what saves everyone oh my god me on the other hand i'm doing guiding bolt again oh no it's like lucia yeah vindros you're just slowly walking across the sh- the, the deck of this ship wreathed in ghosts just firing like huge kamehameha's into the boss repeatedly collecting ghosts as i go <laughs> uh so the first is a 20 uh second one's not a 20 let's go with that so a, t- a 20 that'll hit 20 hits how visible are the ghosts? That's up to Vindros. She gets to flavor them entirely. They could be demons. They could be angels. She chose for them to be ghosts. Wouldn't it be cool if when it's not battle, they just like sat on your head like and like float around like a fancy ghost wig? <laughs> I think there's room for one of them to be a fancy ghost wig. <laughs> it's a ghost pompadour or something. Okay, that's nine damage, but I, I, I'll get advantage again next next time I attack, so that's fine. All right, at the end of your t- turn, Vindros, the black hole gets closer to Corton as I use a legendary action. Uh, you just take another eight damage as it inevitably gets closer. No save. Okay. That's called an event horizon, my friend. Okay. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm very much looking through my spells being like, do I have anything that can help? All right, Not so how's, really. how's Sabrina? Unconscious. Small, ten years old. Cool. And Corton has just collapsed on top of her. Uh-oh. Do you are you do you still have HP? No. Oh no. That's it. Oh, that's that's bad. Oh no. Okay, so this black hole is bearing down on Corton. You like you see him trying to pick her up, and he, the strength just leaves him as like his his actual like energy is sucked into this dark vortex as it approaches. I did not realize he was that close to, to being down. Otherwise, I probably would have used my turn differently. Uh, so Bramwell is going to ride off. And attempt to go rescue Corton and Sabrina. All right. Uh, so, what kind of check are you thinking? Because they're they're collapsed. Basically, Corton's protecting Sabrina with his body. But as the dark vortex approaches, you have every reason to believe it's going to kill both of them. I don't know a nicer way to say it than toss them in the other direction. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, that's it's like I, a beach ball. That's that's what I want to do. Uh, like you know, shove them out of the way of it, basically. Using like preposterous antlers or like the gentleman's greeting, because you're a tiny dwarf and on a big moose. Uh, the the gentleman's greeting, because if ideally, I would like preposterous to be able to like go with them, and Bramble would just stay behind, because I assume it tracks onto somebody. Um, yeah, right now it's tracking on Corton, as far as you know. Okay, yeah, so I'll I'll basically. Enable it so preposterous can pick them up and and move because he's going to be faster than anyone else. All right, roll it. Uh, Twenty-seven. Oh yeah. You tell me. I want to fucking heave ho. Uh, I don't know how to say it other than like I want to like croquet mallet those bitches across the boat. Okay, I assume <laughs> you don't want them to take damage. No, so like if you're but I just if said you're riding the past them. And you have the gentleman's greening, like, uh, dangling over the side of the moose, and you, like, hook it 
into like his belt loop or something and you like drag him like do a drag throw yeah i want to do that and then uh i don't have any way to heal him either either way it goes it's fine we'll see how the death saves go frankly i think the smarter move always was focusing on the boss encounter yeah the the quicker we can deal with the thing that is sending a literal black hole around probably the better also it keeps healing things and we don't want that to stick around uh so i'm out of legendary actions it rolls back around to the admiral's turn i'm going to take uh, spirit guardian damage from vindros who is really doing dps in this fight hell yeah take it okay you only take half ghost damage okay so that's 15 so you take what seven or eight uh seven cool okay you still take seven ghost damage Okay, so here's an interesting thing. Uh, Corporal Lima leaves the ship, having cut the Romance Dawn in half, leaves the, the wheel of the ship, uh, and goes over to Corton and Sabrina on the ground. And what I was going to have her do was pick up Sabrina and Dimension Door away. But because Corton used his uh, like blast uh, willpower and being conscious to like shield her with his body, I'm going to actually have to like roll to separate them before I can ab- abscond with her. So... Uh, this frog is going to, I think, roll strength against, uh, Corton. Why don't you roll, uh, just the, what, a body d20? Constitution feels like to represent your body. Okay, sounds good. Ooh, I got a 22. Uh, I got a 14. All right. So the corporal pulls Corton off of Sabrina and throws his body aside, just assuming you're dead or dying. It doesn't matter. Picks up Sabrina. I, I, I use my action to pull you apart, so I can't dimension door away. But it's clear that's what she's gonna do. She's gonna escape with the prisoner because it's more valuable than anything else in this fight. Uh, that's that's the corporal's turn, um, and the admiral is going to turn the dark hole at um, gentleman Bramwell. Cool beans. Uh, 14, that's not going to do it, huh? Nope, that's a miss. All right, so the black hole fails to lock on. Fuck your black hole. All right, fair enough. But yeah, so like the flavor of this is it like tries to turn and you your preposterous is too fast and it doesn't have like the, the, the turning radius. It's like an old 50s Chevy boat and it just can't quite make those turns. So you're fast. Lola, it's your turn. All right, so first I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to heal myself. Uh, because I'm selfish. <laughs> so that's three. And then I mean. Okay, so I, I want this in universe. You look at Corton's unconscious body and you decide to heal yourself. No, it's because people told me not to worry about it. No, but that's. Uh, okay, now I'm not asking about you, I'm asking about Lola. See, Lola would help. So I guess Lola, if she can reach you, she would like to. And we know how much Corton loves the sloth kisses. Yeah, you can. You have a grappling hook, so you can reach anybody anytime now. Lola is un- unencumbered by <laughs> unlimited cosmic power. Um, yeah, you do the thing that narratively makes sense for the character to do. Well, I'm gonna grapple your nog. I'm gonna just grapple your noggin because uh, <laughs> it seems like a very grappleable place. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then I'm gonna give you a little sloth kiss. Okay. All right. Corton gets three HP and is no longer unconscious. <laughs> Um, and I have, I can shoot still. Yep. Uh, only one time though, right? Two. Two. Okay, cool. Uh, well, I don't think a 10 or a nine hit. 
because of the guiding bolt, you get advantage on that, Alola. So the, that can be your first shot is missed, and your second shot can be something else. I, we got, that's how that works. You guys got to keep track of that stuff. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah. So I'll go one more attack. That's better. Crit. So I got a 10 and a crit. <laughs> Woo! I'm going to write this down. The greatsword cuts out all your, the quills out of the air. And then you're like, oh, dang it. And then it comes at you, slashes you, and then just what, now that the sword isn't guarding, you just shoot her square in the face? Yeah, I like to sneak a little sneaky sneaky right into, does she have a face? I mean, she has a face area. It's, it has a nebula inside of it, but. Yeah, I like to shoot right where the face region would be, because uh, I'm tired of her shit. Um, and so I'm going to roll a damage on that, I guess, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 22. Nice shot. Yeah, she recoils like a, a quill buried in what would be her eye socket. This would be much a more gruesome injury to a different species of creature, but her 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 wound like bleeds like light uh, and she like recoils, but doesn't seem like she's blinded in the way a human would be. Well, that is very cool, though. Yeah. Vindros, your turn. Um, Vindros is going to take a moment to just look to... Corton and Sabrina and everyone else and back at this boss fight encounter that can summon light and darkness itself. Um, and she's going to make the, the, the decision to keep attacking, I think, because there's multiple people there that, that, that you're not alone. We can't all focus on that. Someone's got to be attacking this thing. So, um, yeah, Vin- Vindras is going to go swinging in with that axe baloney. Uh, nine. I'm guessing that's not going to hit. That is not going to hit, no. No, and I don't get advantage because it got used. Cool, cool. All right, so that's your turn, Vindros? Yeah, that's my turn. Uh, the greatsword is coming for you. I think the flavor of this is like it blocks your axe before it hits the admiral. Uh, 24, that's going to do it. Yeah. Uh, you only take five damage. What a terrible roll. I mean, I, I can live with that. More rolls like that, please. D- roll 20. Uh, Corton, it's your turn. You have three HP as you kind of come to on the the, the, sh- the ship's deck uh, from the sloth, and you see uh, Corporal Day, Lima Day, is about to teleport away with Sabrina. Uh, Corton's going to get to his feet, and I don't know what we think. Um... An athletics check to tackle. <laughs> yep, sure. Let's do okay. let's do athletics to athletics here. I rolled a nine, so you only had to beat a nine. Fourteen. All right, Corton tackles the robot frog, and they they begin struggling over this ten year old, and I think eventually you do rip her out of the frog's grasp. What do you say when this is happening? Let her go. I think Lima just says like. You idiot, you're gonna die, stop it! <laughs> um, the Admiral, I think, projects to all of you that uh, like alternate version of this where you all just come into to, to the Aethar camp. Uh, like, Sabrina runs up and hugs you all and the, everyone's all friends and then you all sneak into the gore fields and just, like, all dogpile a- uh, Amy, tie her up and bring her back and no one has to die. <laughs> And I show her an image of Sabrina tied to that post about a minute ago. Fair enough. Too late. Um, at the end of your turn, 
preposterous, the uh, dark hole is coming after you again. I think actually at the end of Corton's turn, because you're uh, the biggest threat. I think twenty four. There we go. Nope, miss. Shut up. Why is everything <laughs> with you such a struggle? A uh, ten. All right. The inexorable gravity of the dark orb is much more powerful than it was against Corton. That's ten to you, Bramwell, and it begins coming closer. And once again, I think. Uh, you get the uh, image of all of your dead bodies, um, and it is Bramwell's turn. Uh, hmm. so this is a tough question for him because he is essentially like Sabrina's bodyguard. So there's a part of me that wants him to run in and just uh, crunch the shit out of that frog. But it looks like Corton has that, so I think. I think he's going to to he's going to trust Corton because he sees that he he's being very protective over that, and he's going to assume that he can take it, and he's going to uh, so Bramble himself is going to go after Admiral Day. So I'm going to charge Admiral Day. All right. Uh, so twenty two hit and, and uh, sixteen. Sixteen hits and a twelve does not. And I don't remember if I used action surge during the last fight. I don't think so. All right, then I'm going to use that now to take another attack action. Hell yeah. So 20 hit and 21. Both All hit. Right, so. Oh my God, so many hits. So 39 damage. Wow. And uh, I don't know if it matters or not, but the, the dire boost. Uh, makes uh, Admiral Day have to do a, a strength check to avoid being knocked prone. You flying ghost piece of crap. <laughs> uh, seven. You're on the ground now. Also, I'm marking you. So if you try to attack anyone else but it's not me, you get disadvantage. So eat shit, nerd. <laughs> it's back to Day's turn. I think once again, uh, what's going to happen is Corton and Lima are going to struggle over Sabrina. This has just become like a really petty tug of war. So I'm going to need uh, strength from you, Corton. I rolled a 19 this time. God damn it. Four. All right. I really love this back and forth. She runs over and pulls her out of your hands and you're going back and forth. And you, you're just like, you're being very stoic about it. And Lima's just having a meltdown, just being like, Stop fighting me! Why are you like this? Put a shirt on! Stop! <laughs> uh, that's, so that's her turn. Is Sabrina just keeps traded back and forth. Um, so uh, Admiral Day is going to use their um, their movement, I guess. It takes like half your movement to stand. She's not going anywhere, so the being knocked prone really didn't do much except could have set her up for uh, advantage to be attacked if someone had gone after Bramwell. No, no, that was a moral victory. That's all I needed. Yeah, no, she she fell like a bitch. Yeah, you got you got sky blued. Austin, you were a lineman in uh, football. You know what that's like. We just knock the opposing blocker straight on their back, and all they see is blue. That's demoralizing. They get disadvantaged and everything. That's just the law. I don't make the rules. Uh, the so the black hole continues chasing Bramwell. It's locked on. So you just take ten damage as it inexorably gets closer and just begins sucking out your life energy. Oh, it's sucking, eh? All right, well, first I'm going to, because Corton, you're still at three, right? Nobody else. Mm -hmm. All right, so first I'm going to give him a sloth kiss, uh, which is four. So now you're at seven, which is exciting. That's exciting. 
Um, and then I'm gonna shoot her in the face. Uh, I get as Austin reminded me, I have pack tactics. Uh, so a twelve. Nope. And then a twenty-one. Twenty-one hits. Hell yeah. Um, let me roll my damage. It's probably not gonna be very much. Ten damage. Wow. All right. Mm. Uh, at the end, at the end of your turn, Lola, the black hole gets closer to Bramwell, who takes ten damage. No. Uh, is that the big crunch? Because that's it. Is that it? That was all my health. Uh oh. I was literally at ten health. Oh. Oh no. Okay, so we enter bullet time here because the the rules of this black hole is that Bramwell dies if this happens. So if anybody has uh, something they want to do, uh, narratively. Now's the time. Can Vindras um, use her movement, which she has not used, to attempt to stop using the ghosts to do damage and get the fuck over there to try and uh, tackle tackle Bramwell out the way? My legs are very jumpy. You can jump very far. I've got very powerful legs. I can do I can do real good tackles. Sort of like diving in front of the bullet, but that 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 sort of move. Um, yeah. Why don't you use acrobatics if you want to try to do a get down, Mr. President, okay. which is what we call this game. Okay, I have I have no modifier on that, so please be nice. Roll twenty. Fifteen. Yeah, I mean, fifteen definitely hits. Uh, you're only trying to hit, like, you know, a friendly hit, not to get through his armor. So you can leap and knock uh, Bramwell and Preposterous over the edge of the boat to save their lives if you want. They'll be knocked unconscious. Yeah, and I imagine that probably... I probably can't concentrate while doing that. That probably fucks up my ghosts, but we're gonna we're gonna do the big knock you off the boat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's your HP, Vindross? Uh, my, my HP's really good. Very few people have actually attacked me. Okay, because now the black hole's coming after you. Oh shit. Does my very high AC protect me from a black hole? Nope. No. You could be made out of adamantium. A black hole is a black hole. Well, I mean, if it's gonna follow anyone, it might as well follow me, because I can just... I've got very powerful legs. I can run real, real good from it. Um, it is now Corton's turn. Corton, you see the black hole almost kill Bramwell. Vindross knocks him off the ship to save his life, uh, and he falls, like just sprawling into the salt and is left behind. Um, but this now the black hole is bearing down on her. Uh, Lima has Sabrina. What do you do? I will say last thing is that Admiral Day has an arrow in her eye, like an arrow in her chest, and she is all like shot up with r- guiding bolts. So she actually does look like she's taken severe damage. So a lot of options, a lot of variables. Okay, but Lima's looking for my next move. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. This is really like you two are dueling in this one specific thing while everyone else is fighting the boss now. You have like a pocket full of sand you could blow in her eyes? <laughs> like King of the Hill? Like uh, fucking pocket sand. Mr. Fuji at WrestleMania 9 just blow a pocket full of sand in Bret Hart's eyes and then just run away with the title? <laughs> um, but it's a robot. Uh, so would sand would be terrible for the gears, um, and met- metal bits? Actually, it was really know. more that I was reminding myself that it's a robot, so oh, I don't do like something else stupid. Oh, I was like, sand shouldn't be in robots, so, I mean, maybe yeah. it works. Um, 
All right, so Corton's going to try and charge at the robot frog, holding out his sortane sheathed to try and wedge it between the two of them. All right, here we go again. 11. 13. All ah. right, what happens? So Corton goes charging with the, his uh, you know, sword king out and just sort of pokes her to push her back so she drops Sabrina and he grabs her up. Okay. <laughs> At the end of your turn, uh, Corton, the dark hole gets closer to Vindros, who takes 10 damage. Jesus okay. Christ. Okay. Bramwell, you are unconscious on the salt. I think um, Preposterous licks your face. Does that wake him up? I feel like Moose Tongue is very big. Um, it's back to the NPC's turn, which means Amy's here. Finally! Um, you actually see, uh, as uh, Amy's army approaches, you also see the uh, Thriller Bark with all those NPCs as well. So the, this battle is turning against the Aethar in a major way uh, as you attack their commander relentlessly. Can some, I wish I had messages I could tell them to get in <laughs> I, I've got psychic messages. I can let them know. I want to, uh, to honor Corton's ongoing battle of the minds with Lima Day, I want to do one more contest with you. Okay. Uh, four. <laughs> 17. Okay, here's an idea, all right? So this back and forth, which has contributed nothing to the actual mathematics of the boss fight, I want to pay off by you take Sabrina, she takes Sabrina, you take Sabrina, she takes Sabrina, and then you win 17 to 4, a very convincing victory. And I think you kind of put, uh, you kind of flip this hostage situation around in some way where you get the leverage. I could, you could kick... Uh, Lima over the edge like Bramwell. You could uh, like drop Sabrina strategically to like put Lima in a in a headlock to like subdue her mom. You can do. I mean, it's up to you the flavor of this. But I think you have a you have a social advantage rather than a combat advantage here. Corton's going to grab them both. Interesting. Okay, because your your bluff from last episode was that you don't actually care about Sabrina. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you just, uh, so she tries to take Sabrina and instead of trying to pull back, you just grab her like, and then put a sword to both of them. Mm -hmm. And Admiral Day has the black hole coming to Vindross. So it's like you're playing chicken now. Um, and everyone, including the Admiral is pretty close to death as Amy like boxes in the fight from one side and the thriller bark boxes in the fight from the other side. So things are looking extremely dire for everyone. Anyone could die at any moment right now. Mm, yeah. And Corton imagines Admiral Day alive somewhere else, not on this battlefield, with her daughter. Are they on a beach drinking daiquiris? Sure. In the very, very, very background is Blake Ferris from season six, also sipping a little fruity drink. <laughs> they're they're hunting conduits. That is their idea of vacation. Um, can you roll a? Well, I guess it depends. Are you being honest? Oh yeah. All right, that's uh, persuasion with advantage. Twenty-five. Holy Ooh. shit. So instead of Bramwell and Vindros dying, a 25 means you win the fight, I think. <laughs> that, oh, that got so fucking close, my friends. Yeah, it did. 
Huh. Uh, so what happens is, uh, as the black hole bears down on Vindross, um, the white a hole kind of uh, slowly goes over to Corton, and <laughs> the the admiral basically sends you the image of you plunging your hand into it, which uh, is a kind of spell which you can basically she can cast uh, different uh, white magic spells through it as opposed to the black hole. You've seen healing. This one is called Gesh, G E A S. Mm-hmm. Uh, this com- uh. This comes from Irish mythology. Basically, a gesh is an unbreakable uh, agreement. Or rather, you can break it. There are just our consequences. Specifically, if you don't let her go, you you will drop dead. Right. And and he and he puts his fist in it. All right, you fist that white hole. Stop it. Yeah. And Lauren, you saw it coming from a mile away. I know, but you're not allowed to say it. Okay. You're not cool enough. Somebody else say it. Fist that white hole. Yeah, there we go. There you go. There we go. There we go. Yeah, I can just I'm like, no, I'm just gonna sound like a knock if I turn and say it. <laughs> oh my god, hello, fellow Hello, fellow teens. <laughs> hello, fellow teens. Hello, fellow adults. Oh um, yeah. Does anyone want to add any uh flair or narrative to this scene? Because uh basically Corton won. Um and however we want to disarm and wind down this this battle is fair game. So any anyone can say anything. You're you're narrating the end chapter of Helm's Deep as far as I'm concerned. Just be aware that if you attack either of the days, Corton's brain explodes. Uh so I'm just going to be, you know, uh I think cleaning people up with sloth green. Uh as one does. So just giving sloth kisses to everybody, but I would like to roll insight. Uh, trying to see if it seems like Admiral Day or Lima are aware of my conduit. Okay, yeah. Roll insight. I rolled a 12. Nope, they give no indication that they have thought of you in any way, shape, or form. Perfect. Lovely. Back to the sloth kisses. <laughs> okay. That's all I wanted. All right. Uh, I think I... Try to grapple Sloth Green down with Bradley to Bramwell. Yeah, so I, I mean, we'll, we can narrate going and picking up Bramwell, who has an injury he needs to describe. Also, Corton does. Bramwell's will be more of the getting kicked off a moving ship. That's a very specific kind of injury. Where Corton's might be more emotional, because what happened is you had your living life force sucked from your body by a magical black, black hole. hole. So that's that's a different kind of injury. Yep. Um, I will say, Lola, um, it's a good thing they didn't discover you were a conduit because they would not have made that gash. Like yep. they were, they are willing to die to kill you if that's what it takes. So. Yep, yep. That's why I, I was like, I, re- I really hope I don't have to call an animal. Yep, this fight could have gone in a much different way, but I think everyone gets to live. Just a couple people are scarred, and the Athar have to leave Wormwood forever. Yay. Um, and now you have also, I mean, there's not really like a reputation meter, like a, an RPG or something, but Amy now trusts you to the ends of the earth. Yeah, like, hey, Amy, saw you killed your mom. That sounds weird. We should talk about it sometime. Do you have a therapist? Okay, now is that a joke or are you actually bringing that up now? I, I would bring it up because I want her to know what they're trying to use against her and that we uh, did not take action on it just without her input. Because I think that's important for trust. So the Aether are, like, throwing all their weapons on the ground. They're, like, marching back to their ships to leave. 
Um, the medics are attending to people, and Lola's like, once you're sure that they're not like onto your secret, you just go over to Amy and you're like, hey, uh, so we know you killed your mom. Anyway, do you have a therapist? And she just like goes like sheet white because she her her skin is like the you know, a okay, cigarette ash, okay. right? And, I didn't say dirt. And now it's like more of just like the paper of a cigarette. Uh, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to freak you out. I'm just, uh, you know, I haven't been around a lot of people till recently and I forget that things, uh, but uh, I just want you to know that uh, that's what they, they're trying to use that shit against you. Um, but you don't gotta be scared for me. I, you know, I, I don't, I don't know your sitch, but, uh, you know, I just, that's out there floating around just so you, you know what's being said about you. Amy says, uh, does Sabrina know? Does Lola know if Sabrina knows? You have no reason to believe that. No, it was all beamed into your mind while she was unconscious. Okay. Yeah, no, uh, it was beamed into our minds while she was unconscious, so I don't think so. I don't, I'm not, I'm no, I ain't no snitch. What do you mean you're not a snitch? Sorry. Go ahead. I, uh, I'm not I, bringing an issue to a person directly is not snitching. You can't snitch on someone to themselves. She's a cop. <laughs> well, thank thank you. Um, They're I'll, worse cops. They want me dead for existing. Uh, Amy says thank you. I'll I'll tell her myself. If I appreciate that, um, we can talk about it later if you want. Right now, we have to help the wounded and get get these Athar out of here. So. Yeah, that's when, didn't you see the sloth kisses? And it's going to hold up. Because mm-hmm. she really likes him. Yeah, could she hold him? Yeah, she can hold him. You need some emotional healing? I, that's I do. Guy. Thank you. You see, She is like, she just killed like dozens of people. And she's, you know, Therapy she's 19. Sloth. Therapy sloth. Yeah. All right, everybody, it's time for sloth therapy. Get in a circle, pass them around. Some of you will get to feed them bananas. Uh, I need uh, from Corton an injury and a description of his uh, kind of situation. Also from Bramwell. And then let's get uh, Vindross. I think, honestly, what I want from Vindross is all the moles being extremely impressed. I think this is my, where my enthusiasm is going right now is just right to this scene. Vindross, uh, all the moles you brought into this fight with you uh, saw you wreathed in spirits, just slicing through ships, uh, just shooting huge blasts of magic. I mean, a lot of people in Wormwood don't even think uh, Thrycreen can cast magic because of the the racism here. The what you've done is like extremely impressive. V- Vindros, Vindros is trying to play this off as cool as possible, as if ten seconds ago she wasn't leaping away, as if her very life depended on it because a fucking black hole was coming away. She's like that, had it all under control the whole time. It's all fine. It's all good. Yeah, I think Charlie comes over to you specifically, Charlie, the leader of the moles, and she says, "Good battle, kid." Gotta say, I was expecting uh, the boy toy here to kind of really be the the PR face of the thing we're doing, but you ever think maybe you're more suited to it? And he just she just like looks over at Corton, who's like barely clinging to life, and you're you who looks like a friggin' badass, like from Legend. I mean, I wouldn't be here now where I am if it wasn't for for him. You know, this is. His 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 big adventure. I'm just glad I am here, being a part of it. Oh, you're the artist who did that famous drawing of him and the white glass demon, right? Are you going to commemorate this? I mean, he did win this battle. Everyone's everyone saw oh. that. So like, you were a badass, and we loved it. But like, he can definitely take the credit if that's how you want to record the story. Oh, 
I, 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 I probably should. I, I probably should. I mean, th- what's interesting here is that Vindros could take control of this narrative and she could make it more about yeah. herself as the leader and like center of this movement and her deeds, or she could continue to prop up Corton, yeah. who, who can't even learn psionics. I, I don't think that this would be a moment for a switch to completely Vindros going like, and this was my victory that I did. Oh my God. But I think there's, I think there's the passing thought, a thought in, in her mind that is... What if this was a bit of art of us both? We we both saved the day. We worked together. I helped on this one. I feel like you'd be the first saint of the religion. Also, this is another time. I, if you'll recall back when Corton went down when his nose got cut off, uh, Staples mentioned to you that your magic still worked even when he yeah. was unconscious. Once again, he went down in this fight and your ghosts yeah. did not disappear. Yeah, very much so. And I, I think I think on top of that, part of the reasoning going on here is that I mean, as Vindros sees that this is possibly an opportunity to, at the same time as, as you know, glorifying Corton's work, also show that maybe maybe the Thrykreen are also good and helpful and maybe change some perceptions there. So yeah, I think, I think Vindros is going to try and do a piece of artwork that shows the two of them saving the day. Oh, that's so awesome. And... You know, rather than her not appearing at all in the arc, well, she's she's there on equal footing with him in the art, and we'll see how that goes down. All right, do you want to roll for that? Uh, I probably should. What do I roll? Uh, D twenty plus three for proficiency. You're proficient now. Uh, twelve. Yep, above average. It's not a masterpiece, but it gets the point across, and it's uh perfectly acceptable to to, to the religious followers of the path of the joining. Yeah, it's a bit a piece of artwork of ah, one one of one of Corton's followers got to help with this one. So, um, Corton, as a result of uh, the black hole thing, um, I I think he's permanently damaged the nerves in his skin, and he no longer experiences any sensation from touch. Ooh, everywhere. 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 God damn. Do you let anybody know about this, Corton? No. <gasps> okay, interesting. So we'll see if it comes up. I, I assume at some point we'll we'll incorporate it. It's not gonna be mm-hmm. just like a plus two to no. something or yeah, it's no, more it's, of a... it, there's no real like plus or minus to it. Um specifically it's more for narrative i think because there's an opportunity to it, you said you wanted something emotional that that's gonna fuck with him yeah i think like the way i would like i would show this and like the adaptation is like a mole walks over and like taps you on the shoulder to get your attention and you just don't mm-hmm. feel it and like the camera just focuses on your face kind of just looking into the middle distance as people <laughs> as guy tries to get your attention no. and that's just like the first inkling we get now uh, Bramwell, uh, preposterous licks your face until you wake up. What What are you up to, bud? Uh, <clears throat> well, I'm not doing great, but you know, it's fucking it's Taco Day, so things are looking up. Is it Tuesday in the dice? Is it Tuesday in the game too? I think in an earlier season, someone made a joke about having a different calendar where it was like Catil's Day and Quiff so Pop Day, Taco Catil's Day. <laughs> Lemon Day or something, and I was like, I don't even want to joke about establishing that because then we're going to be married to it. So it's officially Taco Blur's Day, and that is there's a definitely a date. day of the week named after One Piece. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Luffy Day. 
<laughs> you just wake up and you're like, oh, what is what a terrible Zorro day it's been. Or Zolo day if you go off the mistrans. Well, not mistrans. It's complicated. Anyway, the English version is Zolo. Oh, boy. All right. What happens? Uh, so Bramwell's monocle is broken. Sad news. Also, his other arm is very broken. Oh. Do you want to try a medicine check to, like, set that break? Uh, I would like him to just slap it against the ground. Uh, not not a medicine hears, check. <laughs> until he hears a crack and he's like, good to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, honestly, sounds like something Austin would do, though, like IRL. So the, actually, what's interesting about this is you just got the uh, Doomguard gauntlets, which give you, give you advantage on strength. And I think breaking your arm gives you disadvantage. So I think that might just put you down to neutral. Uh, I don't know. I guess we'll find out, won't we? Um, hey, Vendross, that was a lot of cool stuff you did there. I felt competent. Competency feels real cool. Well, the ghosts were really cool. I feel like, uh, you know, for when things are less violent, and maybe you have something that I've heard of called free time, <gasps> we can we can do some, like, I feel like we could do some real fun pranks with ghosts, right? I I mean, there's there's very few things that you can't do with a little swirling army of ghosts. I, 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 I'm sure we could come up with stuff. Uh, but chit-chat aside, how, how you feeling? Because I'm, I'm feeling real lucky, honestly, that they just kind of left and didn't. Yeah, yeah, I was expecting a whole lot more, um, get, getting getting crushed to death in, in a literal black hole. Are you okay? Do you need a you boop? You need some medicine from a slot? I'm, I'm okay, I was not, not that hurt, I just... Okay, right, because you don't always have to, you know, be the, be the strong one, because sometimes it feels like that's, that's your gig. Do, do you mind if I... Say something. There's something I've been thinking about. I need to talk to someone about it. Hey, I love chalk. Let's go. I just kind of been assuming for the longest time that my ability to do magic came from Corton, because I started the whole putting all my faith and attention on him, and then suddenly I could do magic and. The two seemed really connected at the time. And I keep being able to do it when he's unconscious and that maybe maybe that maybe that's fine. Maybe that he's it's still from him, but like that feels like I feel bad saying this. Maybe that's not where it's coming from. Well has he do has he said directly to you that that's what he thinks I mean, it's got it's from? I mean, no, it's just sort of I started I started real fixating on him and then suddenly I could do magic. It it I I just kinda got swept up in it a bit. Well, you know, if you really think about it, it could kinda be a mixture of from him and not from him. Like maybe being around him and uh, you know, coming into your own personage since being around him and feeling more confident and safe gave you the ability to access those powers where maybe you weren't in an emotional state to do so previously. Maybe. It's... It's weird. I don't know. This is... No, it's disorienting, but if it's... I mean, honestly, that might be a good thing because that means, you know... It's... It it's nice to think that maybe I'm powerful on my own terms, not because I'm reflecting 
magic that someone else... It's not just someone else's bounce, uh, magic bouncing off me, if you get me. Exactly. You know, uh, it, it doesn't change... It's not to change anything about y'all's relationship, but, you know, maybe, maybe you know, have a little more confidence in yourself. Like, you actually are smart and powerful. It would be cool if I could be the cool one sometimes. I could be cool. He's, oh, you've been the cool one like the whole time. Like he's he's very personable allegedly, but like you've done like all the cool stuff. I mean, the artwork would suggest he's done all the cool stuff. Well, that's uh, that's something that I cannot help you with because you did that to yourself. That I did. Mm. But that I that's did. okay too, if that's what you want. But also. You're cool too, Vindros. You're cool too? I'm sorry for the whole tying you up when we weren't sure if you were chill thing. <laughs> I know I've apologized before, but I'm going to apologize again. Sorry about that. Yeah. I was very mad, and, you know, I get it, and I got it then. Uh, I'm just not a big fan of being tied up, and I'm like, look, I'm so little. What am I supposed to do? What am I going to do? I get that. You're real, you're real cool, though. Yeah. So, uh, you know... What about these two, huh? <laughs> Pointing at Corton and Sabrina. I mean, he acts like he hates her, but I'm, I can't believe that's the case. God, she is, she's, she's such a precocious little goblin. I kind of admire her. She's, she's 10 and she's already got more confidence than I have ever had. <laughs> so, <clears throat> Sabrina is going to slowly wake up and i'm assuming the first person she's going to see is corton yeah uh yeah corton would be more or less not not so much waiting but there okay uh so she is very weakly going to say corton and then get up and run over to him uh just sobbing and just give him a gigantic hug and she just keeps saying i'm sorry i'm sorry i didn't i'm sorry i made everything worse that's that's okay no i made it worse i made a big problem and i i don't know what happened they wouldn't listen to me not everyone's going to listen and sometimes you have to come up with some way to make them. And they did. And I'm glad. She's going to uh, study Corton and I guess try to roll an insight check. She has really bad insight, so she may just assume you're doing great. But I want to see if she's able to pick up anything. No, I got a seven. So she just thinks you're here. You can't detect that he can't feel your hug, which is brutal. Yes. Oh. She's gonna just kind of look around. She's like, is everyone okay? Bramwell's going to be okay. Um, everybody else is... We're all right. Oh, I'm so glad to hear the boat's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they left. Can we have their vote now? I, I yeah, they got to get home. 
Nope, our boat now. They gotta walk. Now you went through all that trouble to get the thriller bark. Now you have to live with this cool armored ship. <laughs> oh no, the cool armored ship. Quick, someone name it something that isn't from One Piece. Sabrina is just gonna say, it's fine. I wasn't much of a captain anyway. Oh. No, you were a great captain. And you'll be a captain again. You're going to be more than a captain, Sabrina. It doesn't feel like I'm going to. It didn't feel like I was ever going to be free. And I am. And I don't know what that means now. You're leader of the revolution now, aren't you? Just for now. How can we how can we win? The people who are supposed to fight conduits, they couldn't even do it. They can't kill all of us. If they did, who would they rule over? Salt, I guess. <laughs> it's not good for much. You can make saltmen out of it. Tastes kind of good, but then it tastes really bad. Salt angels? Corton stands up, says, Come on, Sabrina. Probably gotta go talk to your sister. She's gonna be angry at me, and she should be. You're tough. And besides, you're gonna be queen one day. But I don't want to be queen. I don't know, it just seems like a bigger ship to me. Yeah, but my ship won't move. Have you seen that castle? We've got a way to make it move. Okay, so after the battlefield is cleared, uh, Charlie is going to throw like a big feast for the first major battle of the revolution. Um, I think Amy, if asked, would say... Uh, it's a it's a feast she threw uh, to celebrate repelling the Aethar invaders who threatened her father. It's a very nice cover. She actually is like, damn, she's smart. Yeah, it's she's la lauded for this victory as like a great, uh, you know, a great demonstration of the God King's power that his daughter was able to defeat this army and like it's very good for her politically and the God King as well. But he doesn't know uh, the actual truth of this, which is basically the, all the moles. Uh, who were liberated from the Iron Mine come in and they're all happy to be free and all the people at the Gorefields are happy and it's just like an unambiguous win, I think. Um, there were losses, but not as many as there could have been with if the situation had shaken out um, any other number of ways. This was a very open-ended quest and you guys basically got through with only a broken arm, a broken ship, and some broken nerve endings, so... Not bad. Yeah. Can Lola and all all the animals, can we have like our own little kids table at the feast? Yeah, so not only can you, I want you all to describe what this looks like because everyone's there, all the NPCs are there. We're going to have a bunch of conversations. Um so it's this is kind of taking the place of a downtime episode which we would normally have. All right. Zer. Hey. Hey, it's me, I'm Zer. What are we doing here? Uh I need I need help. I can't stop them all from eating the wrong things. I need another set of hands over here. Okay, describe to me your animal feeding station kind of setup. 
Okay, so they're at, like, a little plastic kitty table because they can't be trusted with, like, a real dining table. Um, <laughs> and so they had to keep them from eating each other's food. And this isn't just your personal animals, right? This is the shark horses for the entire agricultural sector of Wormwood. Yeah, so, like, my babies are at the kids' table, but the shark horses are in the shark stables. Yeah, so you basically created a stables of uh, banquet hall for all the animals because this all the food in wormwood comes from the gore fields which means like all of the produce moves from here through shark horse uh yeah, skiffs and they so did a good job and so you're throwing a feast for like all of the basically all the horses in the realm because <laughs> they work really hard i'm so proud of y'all you did good it's probably pretty scary didn't you know i don't think you, you chewed any of our people's arms off i'm real proud of y'all the bloodiest outs for every horse, horse. <laughs> yeah, there's plenty of blood to go around after that battle, so. Um, but I, no, Zara, I've decided that you are uh, officially in charge of helping me, and you can't back out, because that's the law. Um, don't question that. Don't look it up in the law books. Yes, your honor, your godliness, your... No, shh. Your... I'm the godly nay. What? Excite on the godliness, nay, don't. Your popeness. No, you just say Lola is my name. I don't know. I'm just saying, why you gotta make it weird? I didn't make it weird. You talk to animals. That's weird. It's, you're telling me. You don't, like, here's the thing. It's not that weird. I bet you talk to animals too. They just don't talk back. And I feel like you're just jealous because, like, I would be jealous if I talked to a cat and they didn't. If, and they didn't Talk back, I'd be pretty sad. Yeah, I mean, I am pretty jealous. What are they saying? I want to know. What do the meows uh, mean? Um, mostly that they want food, and that if anybody's told you they got fed, that they're lying. Because they've never been fed. I just want to hear the cats lie to me. <laughs> they love lying. They like crying and lying, and then you're like, who ate all the bread? And they're like, it wasn't me. I'm a cat. Cats don't eat bread. And I'm like, I saw you, little motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> crying and lying the cat story <laughs> um but yeah i mean uh if you want to know what what uh the lads and sandra here think they think you're pretty dope well that's that's good yeah i'm okay i'm trying not to be weird it's just like it's a lot well, i mean don't you think it's you're just used to it right okay sorry no yeah i'm just used to it yeah it's actually a lot you know i don't expect you to be like <laughs> okay with everything already was it weird for you for a while you don't remember um, fuck shit i, I mean it's kind of yeah as long as i don't uh no because i don't know okay here's a question if you were a n- normal lizard uh, would you have wanted to side with the Aether? I know that was like off the table for you because they wanted to murder you, and so like not a real choice, I guess, unless you wanted to hide that, which you could have done, I guess. But anyway, back to the question: w- were, Would you have accepted their help if it wasn't like dangerous for you? Um, it's hard for me to know how accurately I can answer that question because I I don't know any other way to be. But I like to think that I still wouldn't because, I mean, even if I wasn't a conduit, their whole thing is, un, you know, no questions I asked. They're going to kill anybody with the conduit as soon as they find them. And, like, I understand, you know, the guard king being a problem and situations like that being something they want to, you know, fight against. But I think I don't, you know, uh, I don't really 
appreciate their uh, painting every person who has a conduit with the same brush. I mean, Sabrina trusted them, and I feel like you guys trust Sabrina's judgment mostly. Like she seems to like always pretty much come through, even though she's her she has like child logic, but it always works out. Well, and see, like I'm not, uh, I'm not thrilled about that, but. Uh, and I do trust, uh, I do have faith in Sabrina's leadership skills, but that doesn't mean there aren't going to be uh, times where she's wrong. Or she maybe, I might disagree with her, and I disagree with her course of action, but also she's got a lot on her plate, and she's 10 years old, so I'm not going to, like, fight her. I'm, uh, I might have a, I'm a, I think it's important to talk to her, but, like, again, she she's been through a lot. I don't like. I'm not gonna grill her right now, and also I'm not gonna grill her either way. Cause as I said, she's like she's a kid. She wanted everybody to get along, and I don't think she does realize the stakes for me as a god around the Aethar. Um, but that's okay. A lot of people don't. Speaking of stakes, so the a plan we're going with is now that Amy uh, totally trusts us, we help her defeat her father, and then we throw her off a cliff at the end. Uh, and let I guess the oppressed people, the 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 bolt, the bats and the moles and the tarak and the bugs all like take over Wormwood. But but where does that leave Sabrina, who is a royal family member and a threat to the legitimacy of that government? That is a great question that I don't have any answers to. I mean, also I'm not even a hundred percent on the oh, throw Amy off a cliff uh, plan. I don't know, I'm just bringing it up because if this comes down to like a question of what to do with the living members of the royal family, you might have to step up and take some authority to keep them from, you know, our good friend Mr. Choppy Chop. Yeah, that's kind of the thing that I'm worried about happening because, you know, if, I, if it comes to that, I'm not going to just let, you know, people, my, my people get beheaded. Oh, to be clear, I'm on the side of Mr. Choppy Chop in most endeavors. I love his sharpness and his broad bladeness. I mean, you can just, why don't you just chop some, like, vegetables? It's very extra. It's just, you know, guillotine some vegetables. Get, make. That's a fun idea for, like, a theme restaurant, right? Like, La, La, La Revolucion Restaurante. We have a big... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every table has its own guillotine. Yeah, okay. Well, f forget about politics. Let's just talk about opening our restaurant. All right, so we're going to put it in the middle of the salt flats where nobody can get to and everybody dies, because that's <laughs> what we're going to do. Where's there room for a restaurant? Where are we going to have a restaurant? Okay, at the rest of the feast, Vindros, Corton, Bramwell, Sabrina, what are you all doing? Uh, I think I think Vindros at this big dinner is, has made sure to sort of sit with Corton and make sure he's doing okay. So she's just sort of, hey, um, how how are you? you? You doing? You a little less shaken? I saw the saw the drawing that you did. Aww. What did you think? I think you're more muscular than that. Aww. Oh. I mean, I didn't want to, you know, overshadow the the focus of the piece. This is the all of us. It always should have been. I. I don't know what to do anymore, Vindros. I think you're the only person who can be the face of. 
what, what we're gonna try and do. Well, I don't know about that, Dindros. You've probably always been the one keeping me alive, not the other way around. I was ready to die on that boat. And I think there's a lot more for you. There's a lot more for us. I... I I don't know what I think right now. Um, it's it's been weird recently. Um, when when I had the whole picture picture who you want to be self actualized to get psychic powers thing, it was the first time I'd really stopped to think about what my vision of myself would be like without picturing it through the lens of what I could do for you. And I wanna I wanna be something. I wanna I wanna be the I wanna be the person sometimes that can do the saving, can be cool and upfront and keep everyone safe and I think I'm starting to see that in myself sometimes, that I might be able to do some of that. So next time, draw yourself with the appropriate amount of muscles. (laughs) (laughs) Aw, that's so wholesome. I think when you say that, uh, Staples just lumbers over like flagon of mead in both, actually uh, both (laughs) hands, and then like also somehow wrapped in her wings. She's got so much mead, and she's like, Corton, you son of a bitch, you did it, you sexy asshole. (laughs) I love Staples. (sighs) Staples, you're still alive. (laughs) Not if I can help it. We'll see how many drinks I get tonight. Whatever, the night's still young. You never know. Is that a challenge? <laughs> Is that a challenge? Do I bet you all die before you? You want to go? <laughs> uh, she like claps you on the shoulder like really loud. And it's like drawing a lot of attention. And she says, "You know, we never. You never told everyone you were." Um, you were a slave too, right? Like everyone's like, "Oh, Corton, he's like a magic man. He's got the magic fingers. <laughs> Ooh, a cult boy." And then we go to the mine, and this guy's like, "Oh, hey, I know you." And you're like, "I know you. How's your son?" And it's like, "You sly dog." <laughs> well, everybody comes from somewhere, don't they, Staples? I'm just saying, it seems like you hid that. And because it might be bad if everybody knew that you were like just a regular guy, you know? (laughs) Hey, hey, the best origin stories are the ones that start from humble beginnings. Oh, I'm not saying it's not a good story. I'm saying it seems like you were lying to your friends. Uh, In what way have I lied? Vendros, did he tell you? He didn't tell me. I just think Lola's like scrubbing a, a shark horseshoe with a toothbrush. I don't give a shit. I gotta clean these feet. <laughs> yeah. Look. 
people talk about their their own things they have baggage about when they're ready. Not saying something does not mean that it was lied about. We've got a whole life to tell each other things. Oh. The fact I haven't heard anything, heard a thing, the fact I haven't heard a thing yet doesn't mean I was never going to hear it. I'm just saying it makes you think about what other things he's not saying, you know? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I just... Oh, that's a finger. <laughs> I, I ate a guy during the battle, and this is his finger. Do you want it? Give it to Young! Yeah, where is where is that son of a bitch? Oh, no, I'm gonna he's go. probably holed up somewhere eating a head. Don't go find him. I'm going to find him, and I'm going to taste him. What? Bye. I'm not even here. I'm just I'm like a random bystander <laughs> at the table. What? <laughs> Are you gonna yeah, eat? So, so Staples like starts some shit. I think like no, no one has ever like talked to Corton on screen about him being a slave. Nobody, nope. Who cares? I, I think Vindros's take since this came to light was very much if Corton wants to talk about it, he'll bring it up. No. Uh- Corton's not really even reactive to it. It it it's not it doesn't matter to him anymore. Yeah. I mean, you know that the the boy you cared for at the, the when you were owned by the Hendrix family is alive, which in your backstory you mentioned in episode 1 you weren't sure about that. So he's out there. You don't know about the wife though. I was actually expecting at some point you'd ask about that and if you don't care anymore, that's fine, but that's also something that's up in the air as far as your backstory is concerned. Yeah, it wasn't something he he really didn't care about any of them at all. It was only really about liberating the other slaves for him. And he was happy to be rid of them. And yeah, so you're you just quietly accept Staples' uh, provocations, then yep. don't don't bring you know any more heat to this, and people go back to the party. Um, after a moment, I think uh, Weaver contacts you, Vindros. Okay. Uh, where would you like to meet him for? psychic training because it's time for you to pick a new feat Ooh. oh damn um last time it was a hot topic so we've set a high bar for that <laughs> see i feel like i feel like here we've got to go the op- exact opposite end of the spectrum we've got to go super minimalism i think this has to be the like sat on top of a large rock as the sun is setting like the complete opposite end of the vision quest spectrum <laughs> Okay, so, I mean, so was he, like, just there, just, like, eating a big bowl of spaghetti or something? Like, is he being, like, a uh, <laughs> not a, a chill dude, or is he just, like, floating several inches off the ground in a lotus pose on this rock? Oh, There's, like, two different ways I can take spaghetti. that. Oh, yeah, I, I think he sat on this this big rock, completely not realizing the, the potential it has for a, for a spiritual psychic experience, and is just, like, scuffing down the meatballs. <laughs> he loves meatballs. <laughs> he does love meatballs. He's just a big messy man. He's covered in sauce. Is um, he a baby? <laughs> no, he's just a messy guy. <laughs> a covered? <laughs> he's he has a light uh, drizzle of sauce. <laughs> oh my god. Uh so Vindros the feats uh you can pick from the psionics uh unearthed arcana supplement are metabolic control you have refined psionic control over your body's functions telekinetic you learn to move things with your mind tower of iron will your mind's defenses are formidable or wild talent talent wild talent you awaken to your psionic potential which is which enhances your mind or body 
I th- I think given the conversation that's just happened with Corton, I think it's got to be uh, wild talent. Interesting. Okay, so what this means is you get a, your your psionic die can be spent in a number of ways, and I'll talk to Laura off screen about psionic die because it's a little complicated for the audience. She just gets a die and it grows or shrinks depending on certain things. Uh, but basically, you get two. Uh, things you can do with this die you get psi boosted abilities when you make an ability check with an ability increased by this feat you can roll your psionic talent die and add the number to the check so basically you can psionically improve things uh and you also have psi guided strike once on each of your turns when you hit with an attack roll that uses the ability increased by this feat you can roll your psionic talent die after you make the damage roll and then replace one of the damage die with the number rolled on the psionic talent die basically when you hit you can magic you can psychically make the attack stronger Cool. That's very cool. That's very cool. This this is the feat that lets me, like, fudge the numbers and be more competent. I like the sound of that. <laughs> um, of course, that is in addition to uh, the ability score increase of one you get with every one of these. So Cool. I will need you to write this down for me and I'll put it on my character sheet at some point. <laughs> yeah, so that that's just the that's the mechanical stuff, but the, yeah. the narrative stuff, you approach Weaver, he's sitting in a rock eating scatties, and he sees you come <laughs> and he says... Hey there. Nice uh, fight you did. Everyone said your ghosts were really cool. I was only kind of half paying attention. There was a guy. He was trying to shoot me with a bow, and I was trying to make him shoot himself with it, but he kept shooting all his friends because of my telepathy. You know, it's it's a little strong sometimes. <laughs> I mean, as long as he's not shooting you, I think you, you, you did what you were going for. Oh, no, no one even got close. I He ended up shoot, shooting himself in the foot and he kind of got stuck to the boat and then I flipped the boat over with my mind so it all worked out but I was really hoping he would shoot himself in the tummy region you know I mean that's good prime real estate for shooting yeah that's what I think anyway you enjoying the feast yeah yeah I'm I'm feeling the best I have in a while nice I, I mean I try not to eavesdrop, but there's a lot of psychic chatter out there, and everyone seems really impressed by you. And, uh, you know, people still have questions about the rest of the people in your group, but you, you won a big fight, and everyone always enjoys that, so. I'm feeling, I'm feeling capable today. That's nice. Do you have any uh, anything on your mind, or any psychic blocks we can break down while I teach you to enhance your strikes and ability checks whatever that means i mean i feel like i've just spent the last i don't know half an hour of recording uh, break, breaking getting getting blocks broken down I've, I've been doing pretty good on block block breaking down today i i should i should have saved some baggage for you i feel like i've <laughs> i've been dealing with it all before i got to the the psychic therapy session <laughs> No, that's good. It means you have a friend group like supports your brain growth, you know, and that's that's precious. People spend their whole life looking for that, so it's it's good, man. It's been nice feeling like I can talk to my friends today. And also, if you don't have any barriers break down during our sessions, we can just gossip, girl. You know. <laughs> I mean, we'll see what happens. I I think I'm pretty. I think I'm pretty bad open today i i think i've done the scary thing of doing conversations about feelings i've done that i'm good what about listen everyone's talking about it the gossip brags they're on fire with the the speed of the the scribbling man like what's up with you and staples everyone wants to know (laughs) 
<laughs> Staples is more intriguing in principle than probably in practice. Oh! Staples is... You know when you know that something's a terrible idea but you kind of want to try anyway? That's... That's... I know... Staples is not, like, wise brain talking. Staples is... I mean, that seems real fun, brain talking. Yeah, it's man. It's like a it's like a threesome where you're like, oh, one person good and two person double good, and then you get in there and it's like, I don't have enough hands. <laughs> I don't have enough hands, and also one of the people in this threesome is a little bit stabby. <laughs> I wasn't speaking specifically; it's more of a general. It's fine. No, I'm I'm, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> all right, you want some scary? I hey, I, I would like some sketty. Oh man, I was just being polite. I really wanted the sketty. You have the sketty. I won't take your sketty. I was being polite by accepting some sketty. I didn't want to turn down the sketty. You should go get your own. Yeah. Uh, Bramwell, how are you doing, bud? Storied great. Tricky oh. beer. All right. I think uh, I'm trying to voice Austin. Make it quick. Thank you. I think at some point, uh, unless you want to tell me what you're doing, uh, you're drinking beer. Yeah. Uh, so eventually, uh, while you're sitting there nursing a beer and your broken arm, Young runs over and goes, uh, uh, Bramwell, can you, can you hide me? Staples looking, is looking for me and she's very drunk and she, quote, wants to taste me. Please help. That seems like nonsense. You should devour her head. I've heard you've been very, quite good at that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm good at that, but usually that's after someone else has done some stabbing or chopping or firebolting, and Staples is very... I mean, she's in a barbarian rage right now, but I think it's like... It's not an angry rage. It's kind of like a horny rage. <laughs> but your arms are swords, are they not? Have you not been instructed on the proper way to disembowel someone? They're more like serrated... Up, up. All right, we'll do this now. You need to learn this <laughs> at some point or another. Oh, no. Uh, Bramwell's going to hold a turkey in front of him. And he's going to say, I need you to disembowel this. It's the same sort of property. There's a thin layer of skin, some some flesh underneath. And, well, I hope most of the giblets are gone because I really haven't been paying attention to what I've been eating. But there should be gooey, precious, fragile organs behind that. Oh, gosh. Okay, here I go. I'm going to roll an attack. I got a seven bram while I stab myself. Well, that's not good, but that's fine. We are allowed more than one attempt to disembowel our first turkey. All right, here I go again. I have lived my entire life with these sharp arms. Hold on a moment. You seem to be misguided. You are anxious. You're worried. Now allow me to to steal you a little bit. And Bramble's going to come over and put down a turkey with his good arm. He's going to, like, straighten up Young's posture a little bit. <laughs> and be like, now remember, straighten your back. It's important or else you lose everything. Your core, your stomach, your abdomen, that's where everything comes from. Okay, well, that's good, because I was going to ask about your arm, but I guess if everything comes from your back, you can kind of break all your arms, and it won't really matter, I guess. <laughs> it's not the first <laughs> thing that's been lost to me, Young, and it certainly won't be the last. 17, I did it. See? Now you have disembowled your first turkey, and should the she-devil vulture come to accost you once more, you now know what to do in response. 
Okay, cool. Um, th- oh. Now, this, of course, comes with great discipline. You should only use it in a time of great danger. She might be that great danger. I don't know. I generally avoid her unless we're all drinking together. Because at that point, it's a good time. You know what I'm saying? High five. Good arm, not the bad arm, please. <laughs> Speaking of your arm, uh, Mr. Gentleman, um, are you going to be okay? Are you going to do okay- good? I will be fine so long as my last days are before me, young, young. Oh, that's good. Um, I guess more specifically, what's, we lost the romance dawn, so now we're all going to be on the thriller bark. Am I still the first mate? Are you, I mean, Sabrina doesn't seem like she wants to be the captain. What's that situation going to, to turn into? Well, unfortunately, young Sabrina had to suffer her first loss in uh, rather severe emotions. And that way, she will have to respond to that as she needs to. I think the more important question here, Young, is what do you want? Um, I mean, I never, I, it's dangerous to want things because you might not get them and I try not to want things, you know? Nonsense. What do you desire? What do you see for yourself in the future? I mean, Sabrina is going to be like a princess, so she already has that and you're like a cool knight and like a badass. I'm not asking about us. I want to know where you watch me. I'm just saying that, uh, so you guys already have things, so none of you, like, need to be captain. What if I'm captain, and then you guys can be the things you are, and that can be what I am. You would like to be a captain of a ship? Well, the way, not the way you said it like that it makes me think you don't want me to be. No, I'm absolutely proud to hear that, but there are a lot of things you have to learn to be the captain of the ship. It's a very high bar you're holding yourself to, and I want to make sure you, that you feel... Every ounce of you can accomplish that because we will be there to support you, young. Well, obviously, I need you to be my first mate because you got there to help my posture and stuff, and I'm teaching you how to drive ships, but... Yes, that would be excellent. Now, you can drive ships with one arm, correct? Yeah. I mean, fam- excellent. famously, pirates do it with one leg. So, you know, it's in a hook hand, that's a whole thing. Yeah, that's... What's well, a pirate? The, pirates exist. Don't don't be weird. <laughs> nope, I don't know what a pirate is. Okay, tell me what kind of stereotypes do they have? Eye patches, parrots. Tell me about them. So, Bramwell, you have vehicle proficiency, and you have been chosen to be Young's first mate, as long as Sabrina doesn't object to Young becoming the captain of the Thriller Bark. Nope. Uh, speaking of Sabrina, there's this big feast. Uh, where have you been this whole time? Uh. I would like to believe Sabrina has not been at the feast and she's been kind of off to the outside of it and she's just looking out at the ruined remains of the Romance Dawn. Mm, That's very sad. I think after a while of you staring contemplatively at the two halves of the ship, uh, you hear someone walking up from behind you and uh, you can feel the the heat they give off before they say anything. Oh. And you know it's Amy. I'm not going to say anything first. Okay. Amy like, walks up next to you, stands there for a while looking at the ship and says, You know, I should be mad at you. It's fine. I messed up. Well, it all worked out, so I, how messed up is it? I, you know what I'm saying? It could have been a lot worse. I'm sorry. I didn't. It's just. 
They had a mom too, and I thought we could reach a deal where they would help us. But no one's going to listen to a kid. Yeah, we all got complicated mom feelings. Do you? <laughs> uh, so I think uh, Amy stands there for a while. I think um, there's a lot of stuff going on in her facial acting at this point, And then she kind of turns and says, follow me, Sabrina. I want to show you something. All right. Uh, Amy leads you back to the barn where the smoke melons are being grown and around the side of the barn specifically when you, uh, when the party reached here, I had them roll perception, um, and they failed. Um, so what, there's something that here too, they could have found and they didn't. And the failure of that perception means they didn't get this then. It also meant they didn't know that the scarecrows are sneaking up on them. But, uh, now Amy shows Sabrina what was here to find, which is a, uh, grave site. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Whose grave is that? It's it's my mother, Sabrina. I'm sorry. Me too. Did you ever get to know her? Yeah. She was around like most of my childhood. What was she like? She was too damn brave and honest for her own fucking good. Honestly, dumb asshole. Did you not like her? No, she was great. That was her whole goddamn problem. Is that why you want to kill father? Yes. He can't get away with it. What do you think should happen after father dies? If... We can do that. I already have my title picked out. The Liberator Queen. That's nice. Yeah. With uh, the, all the moles on my side, I'll have a, a completely loyal army. Maybe the the insect folk and the bats too. The Turek kind of do their own thing. They can't really be bullied so much, so hopefully they'll be fine with it. And then, you know... The Genasi, hopefully, will see me as one of their own and won't kick up too much of a fuss. It's all going to work out. It's going to be fine. Liberator Queen Wolfram. Hero to the downtrodden. Freer of the chained. All that. It's, it's going to work out. It's, my, it's what my mom wanted. She didn't have the instincts to play the, the game, you know? So I rolled an 11 to do an insight check on Amy to see how much of that confidence seems real. Uh, I'd say like pretty directly half of it. She is kind of an arrogant little shit, but also she's 19. So she has a lot of self doubt. I'd say with 11, the thing that sticks out to you is she said, father won't get away with it, but didn't say what that means. Sabrina is going to say, so what were you, what did you mean when you said father won't get away with it? You you saw what he did to Marcel, right? When his mom left, just exiled him. He didn't even get to live in the castle anymore. Take part in politics. He's basically like a bug babysitter for the rest of his life. If you were there, you would let Marcel back. Yeah, of course. Or uh, something. I don't know. Listen, royal politics is complicated. They'd probably have to marry him off to some other kingdom or... 
you know, make him become a bishop or something. You, uh, you, you ever play Crusader Kings? No. You wouldn't let me. <laughs> we only have one PlayStation. I didn't mean to break the controller. <laughs> we should actually talk about that because I've been looking for, you know, places in my cabinet for the people in your group. Obviously, Corton's going to be my spiritual advisor. Gentleman Bramwell's going to be captain of the guard or whatever. But you're 10, and also it's extremely dangerous for you to just be hanging around. You're very uh, kidnappable? Yeah. What would you say to being going somewhere else? Like another country? You can go to maybe there and be there. Like, oh, there's a word for it. Basically, like you live there and that way, like our kingdoms are friends. It sounds like being kidnapped. It's it's I would say kidnap adjacent, but the point is we have to figure out what you want to do because you can't just be walking around the world with a knife getting into troubles. You're a princess and it's going to end extremely, extremely badly. I want to be a princess. Too bad? Well, I wish you the best of luck, Amy. God damn it. I came out here to try to tell you something and I'm not doing a good job of it. Is it? I mean, what did you want to tell me? My, when my mother tried to join the Athar, she tried to get me to go with her. And did you? No. They were gonna. They were always going to lose. I, I mean, you were unconscious for a lot of this, but let me tell you. The Athar, they don't have what it takes. It was never going to work out. What do you think they need to win? I mean, I heard they offered you a, ch- a chance to become one of them. Maybe if you had, you know, some more years under your belt and you were the hero you always wanted to be, you could have led them to victory. But I don't want to hunt down conduits. You don't want to be a princess. You don't want to hunt down conduits. There's so many things you don't want. Let me tell you, Sabrina, I didn't want to do what I had to do, but I had to make sure that dad trusted me so I could... I could become the Liberator Queen. And so I, I did I did some stuff. That's what I came out here to tell you. What do you want me to do? Nothing. I just want you to I just want you to hear it from me. I don't want someone else telling you that your sister killed her own mother and not knowing the context. You killed your mom. I had to. Dad has to trust me so I can get close to him. She was going to die anyway on the stupid battlefield with the stupid Athar. I'd like to say it's it's a little too complex of a thought mm-hmm. for Sabrina to really know how to respond. She's just going to give kind of like a, like a weak hug to her sister, but have other otherwise no response available. I think Amy takes uh, something out of her pocket and like puts it over your neck, Sabrina. And it's, you know, the amulet you carry from your mother. It's another one. Like it's the one from her mother. Exactly. Um, and so now you have two, um, and this one is going to, uh, give you the ability to cast chromatic orb or an ash variant of chromatic orb. Essentially you can call on Amy's power in addition to your ice power, because you have gained her loyalty. 
I would like to attempt another check after she leaves. I would like to attempt another check to see if I can figure out how to like infuse my my dagger with the element the way she can. Ooh, yeah, Arcana. Crit fail. Wow. Interesting. What how do you think that works out cuz if you had like crit I would say like yeah, you have Amy's ash powers now, but with a botch, what does that mean? I know exactly what it means. We're going to find out. Continue on. On with your story, man. <laughs> okay, I'm very nervous. Oh. Uh, so back at back at the, the feast, I just want to say Charlie gets up and makes a speech uh, extolling Corton and Vindross' virtues, especially saying that basically, so this, this group here, they're going to go back to Harp City. They're going to make contact with the insect folk leaders. Get, get them rallied around our cause. Then they're going to move on to Absinthia. They're going to get the Tarek behind our banner. And then finally, back to the Glass Forest, where they have allies among the Bat Folk. And then once we're all ready, we will take down God King Wolfram once and for all. And everyone, like, bursts into, you know, clapping and cheering and hooting and hollering. And people are, like, slapping you all on the back and lifting you up. Um, and once that subsides... Uh, Charlie says, but before that, we have a special mark to give you so that our allies will know that you have helped Wormwood move towards independence. Oh, we did it. And this is where uh, we brainstorm what kind of magic tattoo does the group get? What does it look like? And please don't let it be Corton's cock and ball drawing. <laughs> Definitely not the cock. <laughs> I don't want a cock tattoo. No, not not not, not a rooster. Oh well, see that's fun. <gasps> what if it was in the shape of like an octagonal thing, almost like a like a talisman from Jackie God Chan? God damn it, Jackie Chan! Not again! <laughs> like a Jackie Chan talisman on all of us. I'm really not opposed to the Jackie Chan talisman. Because <laughs> all of us could pick our own animal, and it'll be our code. What if it's the broken? Uh, Romance Dawn. Oh, that's that's real nice. It can be on an octagonal background. <laughs> yeah! The Romance Dawn talisman. Yeah, 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 yeah. Broken ship on an octagonal background. <laughs> Boom. Uh, so Charlie conducts a ritual which can only be cast on people who have materially helped the cause of liberation. And all of you are granted this, this tattoo. Uh, this magic tattoo, which will be recognized by the the leaders of uh, the revolution, and will help will help secure their loyalty. So, once again, the the arc is basically a hundred percent successful, give and take some broken things. Dope. Um. So after that's done, I think the last person to show up at the party is Duke Pendergrass. We love him. Love him. Yes, yes, hello, it is I. Yes, you all love my food? Very good. Love to give food to my friends and family. More oats for the horses, please. Of course, yes, thank you. Oh, Lola, I must talk to you about Giraffe Hydra. We have set up place for it. We are going to need you to uh, help usher animal into place, yes? Hell yeah, I got it. I'm coming for you, Giraffe. This time we're going to be friends. Okay, I must talk to you about feeding schedule, but we can do that when you get back. Thank you, my friend. Okay. Vindras, Kortan, we have not met. Hello. 
Oh, hello. I am Duke Pendergrass. I am understanding you are helping keep my fields out of Aethar hands. Thank you so very much. Oh, you're very welcome, your dukeness. Oh, that is fine. You may call me Mr. Strongpex. You may call me Honeybun. Oh, sorry, long other conversation. It's fine. You may call me Duke. You know, on any other day... Yeah, Duke's good. <laughs> um, so I understand you are working for Amy, yes, which is very strange to me. I am seeing the wanted posters for the kidnapping of Sabrina, and Sabrina is with you. It's very confusing. You can clarify for me? Oh, yeah, well, that was just a, a whole lot of confusion, you see. It was a total misunderstanding. W the messaging came from the castle that Sabrina was taken. We were actually contracted to bring Sabrina out to have her and Amy working together on some project or other. I'm really not privy to the details. Uh, but, you know, I ha right place, right time, happen to have a good set of skills to meet the occasion. And, and Amy, uh, you know, recognizes talent clearly, so. Okay, so the interesting thing I just wanted to establish is that Duke Pendergrass is not in on the plan. I know. Okay, very, very uh, important to establish that. Mm. Yes, I am telling Sabrina uh, her mother leave uh, long ago. She is not around. I am understanding you are looking for her. Uh, perhaps she go to Absinthia, but I do not know for sure. Yeah, uh, Sabrina's going to show up and walk up to the Duke. Ah, Sabrina, hello. You have fine nap, I hear. Very refreshed. It wasn't really much of a nap. It was more like getting beat up and punched a lot. I was trying to maybe recontextualize it. You are 10. I do not know if maybe you take my word for it. No, it does not work. What does recontextualize mean? It means you did a great job and we're all very proud of you. <laughs> uh, okay, thanks. So, Duke, I have to ask you something. Of course, go ahead. We are practically family. Uh, what, what was my mom like? I mean, to you. Your mother was a very lively individual. She is very passionate, very... Uh, she, she wanted to do many things in life. She wanted to lift people up. I asked her once what conduit she would want to have, and she said uh, empowerment. To make others their best selves. And uh, I've told you before that I, I failed her by not being my best self. So I have many regrets, but she is a wonderful person. What did she look like? Uh, she looked kind of like you. Her hair was much darker, kind of had a shine to it. Uh, she... She was not uh, very physically strong, but she had a, a, a strength of uh, presence. Like, when you were with her, you feel like, oh, she, she could fight you if you wanted to. So how would I recognize her? Hmm. Well, uh, void genocide are not particularly common. I think you would notice one if you saw her and you just say, Hello, are you Frida? And that is what I would do. <laughs> Sabrina is going to turn to Bramall and say, Did you get all of that? 
And he's like, yeah, I was listening. He's going to say, good. I hope maybe you could find her along the way. I have to stay here. The eye of the tiger. Hold on. I don't want to stop there. Okay. Oh, God. The the audience can only take so many bombshells, Chris. I want, as Sabrina's walking away with the Duke, I want her to say, I have to do this. I have to be a good weapon so I can make him the leader. The Duke? No. She's talking about Corton. Oh. Uh, okay. Well, that's awkward. <clears throat> Wake up to the job of the bell. No sweat, now feeling swell. 